skip from five to one. It might have skipped for you, but it did not skip for me. It just went five, one. Oh. <laughs> you're live. Uh, well, okay. you're, you're behind. Yeah, I'm lagging today. <laughs> what happens? Hello. Too much D&D. <laughs> Too much D&D and brunch. I had brunch this morning. Oh, fancy. Look at you. I know. I know. I am, I'm fully... Hi, guys, by the way. Welcome back to B&B. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm fully a brunch person now, though. I don't know whether I should be proud or disappointed. I mean, I'm kind of proud of it. I feel like it's very grown up. I like adult people go to brunch. I've never been to brunch, so you're not an adult. <laughs> and you know what? I tell people all the time, I'm a child with adult money, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a child with adult money and adult brunches. Um, no, it's been fun. It's like, because I'm not an evening person, especially since getting this job, like being a barista, you get into the habit of like, even on your days off, waking up at like 5, 6 a.m. Um, just because like, that's what you do every single day. So then even when you have time off, like a sleep in is like 7 8 a.m. at the latest you know because i'm tired by 10 i want to go to bed <laughs> like, uh, um, and it's rare that something will keep me up past that mm -hmm. D, D kept me up past that but like i still wake up early so i woke up this morning um and like i don't want to do late dinners because they then like keep me out late and i'm falling asleep and i'm not very good conversa conversationalist and i don't really drink so i have no reason to go out for like I don't like going dancing. I don't like clubs. Like, it's loud and sweaty and hot and weird, and I don't like it. And <laughs> it's, yeah, so, like, I don't know. Like, I, it's, I, if you take me out for dinner, like, I'd rather go at, like, 6 p.m. and be home by 9, you know, like, at the latest, like. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm very much the same way. Like, at this point, yeah. I either want to get dinner, right, whenever I get mm -hmm. off work. Or yeah. like today, I went over and cooked dinner for Walker and I, and I literally went over there as soon as I got off. So therefore, we yeah. were done with dinner by 6.30, done with dishes by 7, and I've been watching Blue Lock ever since. Yeah, and it's nice. It's nice to be done and then in your home cozy space when it gets dark outside. Like, I don't want to be outside when it's dark. Like, that's horrible. Who wants that? I mean... I don't mind being outside whenever it's dark, but I would prefer a fire. Yeah. Cozy, no matter what time of year it is. I just, I like fires. I like smelling like campfire. <laughs> With the wildfires up here, everybody does. <laughs> Everything smells like campfire. <laughs> Everything smells like campfire. Which, by the way, is an indication of what time, well, possibly, maybe there's another wildfire by the time that this goes out. But yeah, I've currently either... I'm about to have or have just had surgery. So, yay! Yeah, this episode's pre-recorded. So, hello, everybody in the future. Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah. We're in the past. So. Yeah. If you want surgery updates, they'll either be on my Instagram at Blues Lavenders or I, Brad will know and he'll probably tweet. Yeah. I will make a special tweet series called um, Hi Blue. <laughs> And here are quotes. <laughs> nice. Here's today's uh, quote from the homie. <laughs> yeah. Enter. 
yeah, I don't know how it's going to be. Um, we'll see. I guess you'll know more than I will right now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm probably really out of it right now. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll just shoot your mom a message and get updates. <laughs> uh, she follows the podcast. I have the direct she connections. <laughs> she does follow the podcast. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> Not even my mother, but I still just call her mom. <laughs> no, everyone everyone does. Like, my mom's the community mom. Always has been. Oh, perfect. Like, in high school, all my friends called her mom. Like, she would feed everyone. She housed people for, like, weeks at a time when they were running away from their parents for whatever reason. Like, that was my mom. You know, that was my granny. Like, literally. And just as, like, an indication of, like, how small the world is, one of our largest customers, his daughter came in to get paint. And she just Mm. kept looking over at me. And she was like, where do I know you from? And I'm like, I... I don't know unless you ate at my family's restaurant while I worked there or what? She's like, I I don't know. And she said, did you have a granny that used to watch people? And I was like, yes, yes, I did. Because granny babysat like everybody. Yeah. So she was like, that's where I know you from. And I was like, you knew granny. She was like, yeah, I knew granny. And then everything clicked. And I was like, Oh my God, you're that Peyton. Oh, everything makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, I have my brain. It is, it is, <laughs> it has exploded. No, it's the same way for my family. Like my, my grandma used to do the same thing. Um, she used to house international students after all of my parents, my parents, all of my aunts and uncles and my mom like had moved out. She then had this house with like multiple extra bedrooms and like my grandma loves to cook she'd fully retired like you know mm-hmm. so she, my my grandma was a grandma that grandma'd you know oh yeah um <laughs> like maximum grandma <laughs> was my grandma um and uh and so she used to house international students that would go to the university nearby um and my auntie Fumi from Japan um, was one of those international students and uh, she happened to fall in love with my uncle um, and uh, now is in England forever and ever. (laughs) Yeah and I have two cousins because of it so yeah but my my grandma was the same thing it was like everyone was around the, the house all the time you know students and random people who needed a place to stay my mom ended up becoming the same thing and I can honestly see like my mom's now doing that with my cousins whenever they're like, Hey, I want to travel the world. And my mom's like Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, okay, I don't know where else to go. Um, and so yeah, housing adult cousins that I'm like, have I met you? <laughs> do, do I know you? <laughs> Who are you? I was like four when I, last time I ever saw you and I have no memory of that. So God, that's how I felt my one semester of community college because since my aunt was the basketball coach of the uh, fuck the uh, high school in Polk County yeah they like we were always at games and like always at the school mm. and shit and I even went to high school there for seventh grade 
because their schools were split into uh, kindergarten through sixth, and then high school was seventh through twelfth. So I even went to high school there for seventh grade, and that was it. Like, that was the last contact I had with them, period. Mm. And so whenever I went to my one semester of community college, people were coming up to me. They're like, <gasps> Bradley. And I'm like, hey, you. It's <laughs> so good to see you after all this time. Oh, it's, it's so good. <laughs> How is the family <laughs> how's the wife and kids <laughs> yeah oh you've been divorced 15 years i absolutely yeah totally <laughs> god that reminds me of i went to go see my father and stepmother this past uh sunday so it's been mm. over a month ago at this point <laughs> this comes out but just for you and i so I went and had dinner with them because my sister was supposed to be in town and mm. she didn't get in town while I was there. So I was like, okay, got to go by <laughs> while we were over there. And I guess I didn't realize like, this is how little I've spoken to them this year, yeah. but they asked how I was doing with the ex. And I was like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> this is a little awkward now. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, oh man. Um, it's a um well <laughs> listen okay i can uh yeah no no <laughs> it was just that level of awkwardness and i was like hmm okay now i gotta explain everything because this is my parents and yeah. they're not just going to you know accept it at face value and we broke up and everything so i had to explain the whole situation and she, she actually moved to South Korea. Yeah. Um she got a job with the company and uh wanted to to just move. Yeah, never going to see her again. Um it was a better decision for both of us. The end. <laughs> Listen, okay, we had a long conversation one evening and um she's decided to take up professional boxing. Don't know where that idea came into her head, but that's just kind of what happened. So therefore yeah. that's um so she decided to move on and do, you know, pastures are always greener inside the boxing ring and not at a wedding. Yeah. So therefore, that's where that's where we've decided to move along to. She and actually had uh, four other husbands um, dotted all over the country and has been since arrested for uh, tax fraud. Oh, no, not the taxes. <laughs> not the tax fraud. <laughs> the FDA. Oh, no. <laughs> the damn fda the one government agency that no one wants to fuck with no <laughs> no my favorite thing is whenever i'm watching true crime and it was like um uh yeah he was arrested for um uh stealing five hundred thousand dollars from clients of his auto body detailing shop um and 
He got five years in prison. He then got an additional 55 years in prison because he didn't tax his stolen money. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes me laugh so hard to be like, yeah, you you got six months probation because of the the millions of dollars that you stole. But you're in jail for the rest of your life because you didn't tax the money that you stole. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. You just better make sure the IRS gets their cut. Otherwise, they're going to fuck you harder than the actual justice system. <laughs> oh, pay your taxes, kids. <laughs> pay your taxes. Oh, it's fine. Everything's even fine. on stolen money. <laughs> yep, even on stolen money. <laughs> Could you imagine robbing a bank and then immediately going to H&R Block or whatever fucking tax <laughs> service you have, setting down the bag of money that's in like a knapsack with the dollar sign on it? <laughs> slapping that down on the desk and be like all right here's how much i stole and here's how much your 15%. do i yeah, how much do i have to pay <laughs> oh, having to so fill out funny. a fucking 1099b over <laughs> stolen money from a bank uh, god the amount every year that i get a payout from twitch and i have to fucking figure out how to do my taxes on that i'm just like fuck me (laughs) yeah i hate it self-employed income sucks but actual employer income great yeah especially whenever it's a corporation because then like whatever tax service you use can like immediately import it you don't even need your w-2s like oh yeah we have all your information here that's american that's gone right over my head that's great it's fine everything's okay everything is fine I oh yeah, because in Canada, don't off. they just fucking send you a bill if you owe anything? I don't know. I'm a student. They pay me. Uh, must be nice. <laughs> I'm a student that works as a barista. <laughs> I get money. Yeah. So last year, I had to pay. I think eleven hundred dollars. Ah. This year, I only had to pay a hundred dollars. <laughs> Do you want to know something that's also going to make you frustrated? Uh, sure, lay it on me. Do you want to know how much my surgery is going to cost? $500. A literal zero dollars. Uh, you know what? It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, not a penny. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Come to Canada. It's better. It. You know, I... I should probably work on that paperwork. I was going to say. If if you can find one of my locations near you, I will gladly come crash on your floor. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, I don't mean to laugh in your Americanisms, but I've had the NHS and now I've got Canada healthcare. I don't know what it's called. It's different province to province, but the government funded money listen you know what it's okay because at the end of the day uh, i just uh, i'm tired <laughs> yeah i'm tired of dealing with corporate bullshit i'm tired of american bullshit i'm i'm just tired of bullshit i just i just want to break yeah that's fair i mean you can move to can to canada to japan i mean so funnily enough have been legitimately looking at japanese courses 
Mm. So that way I could try to become fluent and then potentially get a job as some sort of interpreter. Ooh, okay. One thing I have learned, though, trying to find online Japanese courses is hard. Um, give me a second. Oh, I already sent it to you, right? The YouTube <clears throat> channel that I watch? Uh, I'll send it to you again. I was going to say, do you realize how much you and I talk? <laughs> there. Oh, yeah, those guys. I accidentally stumbled across them the other day. Yeah, they're great. I had to check them out. And, and then, they have a full course as well. Like, this is just their YouTube channel, but if you go to their website, like, it's a full course. Yeah, because I was doing some in-depth research, and I ran across them, and then there was one other one. I think it's, like, Rocket Japanese or something like that. So I was looking at those, and I was like, hmm, you know what? These might be my best options. And then all I have to do is just take the Japanese language certificate thing afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd do it. i figure it out at some point or another. It's fine. Um, and then I'll ask my brother what books he used in university, um, because I've used those before and they're pretty decent and I can send you those links to the books. Big preach. Cause yeah, I do want to give it like a good old honest try. try. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> I've been living in your head. Always. Parks okay. are being the bestie. <laughs> that uh, bestie chair. Speaking of chairs. Uh, Nobody else the gets chair. that reference except for us because we're the only ones that can see the screen. Yeah, not only that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we haven't even remotely talked about what we're talking about today. It's Suzume. Yeah. Suzume no Tojimari, according to my anime list, as the full Japanese title. Yeah, we are going out on a limb here because both of us saw this completely properly. I am such you... a good person yeah you joined me at the theaters for the friend group meetup for this didn't you i absolutely did i absolutely watched this in theaters for the theater release yeah so it, it was a secret meetup that's why there's no photos available so don't don't worry about that we secretly I was cosplaying as one of brad's other friends you were cosplaying as a chair I was I was cosplaying as a cinema seat. I'm really good at cosplay. So good at cosplay, in fact, that there is no actual photographic evidence of you being on the trip. <laughs> no, uh, I am. Well, there is. It's just sometimes I'm a tree. Um, not that tree. Like I was going to say, tree. what did you do with my other best friend? <laughs> so, give, sometimes... give them back. <laughs> Their children. Sometimes I am tree. Sometimes uh, tree actually doesn't exist. Brad, I hate to tell you this, but tree has been an illusion all this time. I have actually been hypnotizing you for years. <laughs> Good God, that's that's the long play. I've known tree for fucking how long has it been now? Twelve years, thirteen yeah. years. Yeah, I was actually cosplaying as Tree before you even knew this version of me. Um, this is also a cosplay. Then what was your favorite memory of Spanish class? The one where um, uh, he, I stood up and said something and everybody laughed. And I can't remember <laughs> the memory properly. 
<laughs> you told me a story about Santa Claus at one point. I can't. Oh, I vomited or collapsed. I can't remember. <laughs> close, close, so very close. <laughs> I try to piece it together. I like. I know you told me the story at some point. I'm like, what is it? You were you were very very close. I'll I'll give you two points. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah that's the best i got for that story (laughs) so the actual story (laughs) was so we were watching a senior woolly video in class that day and for everyone who has seen a senior woolly video you have my apologies because it is the dumbest shit you could ever watch but we were watching one of those and tree just gets up and just starts walking around the back of the classroom and the teacher just looks up and just goes tree likes to play where's tree and tree just fucking flops to the ground and starts crawling in between the desks just going (laughs) where's tree I I knew there was something about collapsing. I was like, I bet he's like, he just like, just like flopped. <laughs> like, I think he said something. He stood up. He yelled something and then fell on the floor. But I don't, I, I don't know how these pieces go together. Oh, uh, the puzzle pieces have now all been connected in the proper manner. But like I said, you were close. Good job. I don't know where the vomit came from. I was like, is there vomit or something? Like, nope, no vomit. None of that here. Uh, That was the best I had for that. You need to add vomit now. That's the next (laughs) escalation of the story. The fish was this big. (laughs) Texting tree now. Hey, remember that time we threw up in Spanish class? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be so confused. Or he's going to have one of two responses. Confusion or you saw me? (laughs) God, we were just telling somebody the other day about how we fucking had a race to see who could finish the final first by Christmas treeing it. Mm. Also, don't know how I'm the mm-hmm. luckiest person in the world whenever it comes to Christmas treeing things and getting over fifty percent. Nice. So yeah, I don't I know how you I do it. About it's magical. The yeah, th- I could have made a hundred on that final and still not pass the class. Nice. So therefore, I was like, "Fuck it, let's race." <laughs> I did the exact opposite of that. I had um, a ninety-nine percent in my drama class, and so I just walked out of the final Ay. because I, I was going to pass anyway. <laughs> so I was like, "I don't need to take it." <laughs> so I just left. See, I would have much rather have taken theater as an elective, but not enough people signed up for theater, so I never got to be Aww. a theater kid. That's what happened in our cheerleading for our cheerleading tryouts. Nobody signed up, so they the cheerleading squad died after two years. Well, boo! But also, what what sports does Canada have that can have cheerleading? Hockey? Don't think so. We play fo- football, American football. Cap. We do legit. Like all of our schools have an American football team. Cap. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> hockey isn't a school sport. They play hockey like in hockey leagues and stuff. That's like baseball leagues. Like it's not part of the school. It's like an outside extracurricular club. But um, the schools have football teams. And so there's like school competitions of American football. 
Don't believe it. And then it. for the girlies, it's volleyball. That's the big one. High Q. For the girlies. Love high Q. Mm-hmm. And then some rugby as well. Girlies play rugby too. What about lacrosse? Um, no. I mean, I, I, I grew up in Alberta as well, so it was like redneck. I feel like lacrosse <laughs> is like more... I feel like it's more French. Ah, so yeah. Quebec. Yeah, I feel... I don't know. That's just the impression I get. I never saw it. I've never seen a lacrosse game. I don't understand how it's Canada's national sport. I have never seen it, never been around it, never saw any of my... Like, never knew anybody who's ever played it. Like, it's not as big a thing as I think people think it is. It's like that cricket is England's national sport, even though football is so much bigger. Didn't somebody like, in England least... just, like, win the European Championship or some shit like that? Yeah. But, like, yeah, I think so. I don't know. But I at least knew people in England who played cricket. Like, I had a cricket team at school. Like, that was more of a thing. Lacrosse out here, at least from the area that I grew up, it wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I know nothing about no sports. Nothing about nothing. I've I, I played most sports available to me. I know nothing about sports. It's fine. It's kind of me too. Like I have done rock climbing and several different kinds of dance and I did football and rugby and um, cycling and uh, what else have I done? Figure skating and snowboarding and skiing and other sports. I don't even remember. But like, I don't know much about sports. I have learned more from anime sports than anything. Honestly, same. IQ. I went through a really big football phase, though, like where I'd watch like the Premier League every every week, all the time, multiple times a week. That might just be the English in you, though. Yeah, that was me trying to be quirky. I'm not Canadian. I reached the football. <laughs> Becky prefers football. <laughs> yeah. Because then you get to meet international boys. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. (laughs) That's great. I love that. (laughs) Becky needs to be locked in a cage. She's feral. <laughs> she really is. God, those stream bits were still some of my favorites, though. It's fine. Everything's fine. Oh. I love a Becky. And the funniest thing, though, to me is that Brad is already a Brad name, you know? Like, Bradley <laughs> is normal, but Brad, I feel like, just has so many connotations around it. It has the same Becky connotation. <laughs> yeah. So you're already a Brad. <laughs> You just escalate it to become a Chad. (laughs) Oh, I put on that persona and it's just Chad. Just Chad. (laughs) Hey, man, I'm Chad. (laughs) Every time I hear Becky now, all I hear is the fucking uh, text-to-speech bird videos. Did you ever watch those? No. The Becky Let Me Smash? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I showed that to somebody the other day for the first time, and they were like, they were losing their shit. They're like, "How do you find this?" I said, "How have you not seen this? This was, was like all over the internet six years ago." I was gonna say that went hugely viral. Viral. Like, Let me smash. <laughs> It's amazing, and I don't know like how they haven't fucking seen it. He's like Alan, Alan, Al, Al, Alan. <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> and he, here's the thing: like the person that I was showing it to is younger than I am by like three years. Oh, they're internet baby. Well, I mean, it's just by three years though. Oh, so it's. Gen Z, but a year younger than you, Gen Z. Wow. So still, like, it doesn't make sense. No, they're they're not a uh, internet person. They don't live on the internet like we do. Uh, apparently, apparently not. Daytime. Uh, daytime. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was even showing them the Asdef movies because they had never seen those either. No way. I was like, bruh, there's I a like new one trains. of these every year. <laughs> Die, potato. No. no. <laughs> the muffin. Somebody eat me. I want to die. I, I want to die. Hey, Joey, you want a muffin? No, no, I'm good. I'm full. Somebody kill me. <laughs> uh, that's uh, so Dumb. It, it's a running joke between me, Bree, and a friend of ours from church to where it's just like, ah, oh, I feel like being a muffin today. <laughs> I feel like being a muffin. Oh, every day's a muffin day for me. <laughs> uh, there's nothing much to say about it. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so shall we shall we get into Susan May? No, I was gonna say only half an hour into recording. Uh, are we I feel half like... hour into it. I mean, Ooh. it's better than like oh, forty five we... minutes that we were at last recording. Uh, yeah, I did end up pretty much just making that whole description just chaos. <laughs> it was pure chaos. I swear we were both high. Like, what the heck happened? It, it it's entirely possible. It was an ADHD nightmare. It was a neither of us have slept. <laughs> so here's your. Here's your ADHD. Then again, at this point, I <laughs> I have no expectations whenever we sit down to do these. <laughs> Especially yeah, this like... week, because this is time. This is the first of like four different sessions we're going to sit down together this week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to end up doing. What are we even going to? We're going to. The things that we find to talk about when we're already updated on each other's lives are insane. <laughs> It's just either retelling old stories or just pointless banter. Or just, I want to die. <laughs> oh, but it's, I don't know. I have no words. <laughs> Nighttime. Data. <laughs> See, it's just talking about old memes. Like, it's what a podcast should be. It's just conversation. <laughs> Did you ever see the... um? Oh, now I've just got Harry Potter Puffer Pals going through my head, and that's not where I was going. I opened the wrong drawer in my brain. <laughs> um, going for one set of puppets and get an entirely different set of puppets. Honestly, I was trying to think of the... 
Oh, it's older than Potter Pop. No, it's probably around the same time. Um, no, maybe it's older. Um, I, it's because I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I have figured out how I got my wires crossed. Okay, so you know the Snape, Snape, Severus Snape. What I was trying to think of was snake, it's a snake, oh, it's a snake, of the badger, 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 badger song. I have not heard of that whatsoever. Oh, this is old internet. This is old, old, old internet. I wonder if it's just going to come up if I just type in badger song. It's helpful if I can spell. Oh, it's, it's, it's crunchy. 14 years ago, old internet. Oh, that level of crunchy. Prepare your ears because noise is old internet. Oh, no. Oh, no. What has been sent to me? <laughs> Literally, Potter Puppet Pals is in the recommended of this video. See, Charlie the Unicorn is in the recommended for me. And that's an entirely different rabbit hole. Always in the recommended for me, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> Badger's 10 hours. I'm good. Okay, I've got to stop. This is going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the uh -huh. recording. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring forth the Susan May music. That's so much more pleasing to my ears. Oh, and then I've got the... Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That meme? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, See, and then I also remember the days of... The dude that's like, Skittles is really good. It's a <laughs> whole it? different other <laughs> meme section. We, we've deep dived into old memes. Could we just could we just do that as like a filler episode? A filler <laughs> just episode talk about old diving memes. old memes. <laughs> B and B anime. <laughs> Just B and B ADHD. <laughs> that could be an entirely separate podcast. B and B memes. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much our Instagram for the longest time. It was, yeah. Oh, the good old days. The good old days. Ugh. Oh, so Susan Susan May, sorry, I got I went down another rabbit hole. <laughs> I did too. I felt myself slipping. They're like, no, no, bring it back. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Susan May. Makoto Shinkai, obviously. Mm -hmm. Music done by Rad Wimps, obviously. Mm -hmm. And yeah, 122 minutes long or two hours and two minutes. Grossed over three hundred and twenty-two million dollars in the box office, mm -hmm. and overall amazing. Yeah, um, it is rated to PG thirteen. It is an advan advan is what I was going to say. Adventure and fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. Uh, it's like. Parkock or um, other things. Can pig. Did you just say can pig? Yeah. Do you ever like? Does your brain ever short circuit and you just switch the first sounds of words? Like when it's a compound word and you just switch the first and second sound. No, I would never do such a thing. But um, hey, like I just built a drink. Can you hand me those uh taper powels really quick? Uh huh. 
biggest one for me when I was a kid is Parkak, which always makes me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you don't call them that over here, so it's not as fun. But like when I was a kid, my mom always used to say, oh, I'm just going to just gonna head to the Parkak. And I'm like, ha. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I bought a wattle. How funny is that? <laughs> Jay Storm is a really big fan of shit like that. It cracks him up. <laughs> cracks me up too. It's funny. It's great. Oh. Like a keyboard would be a B chord. Hey, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that one has multiple connotations. You're enjoying your week off, aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm having the best time. I get to giggle at stupid shit and people don't look at me funny. <laughs> yeah, nobody gets to look at us on here. No. Yet. <laughs> I, 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 it doesn't work with like things that have vowels as their beginning ones because like oat milk would be moat ilk and that's just... <laughs> It's like it's kind of like moat ilk, you know? Like it's like it's not it's not really a full moat, but it's like almost like moat esque, you know? <laughs> it's it's kind of like the trench is being dug. Yeah, Just it's like, like of the genre of, of like moat ilk. <laughs> what, is, what is this spiral into? So Susan May. <laughs> I think we need to start a counter of how many times it takes us to finally get onto the topic. <laughs> it's only getting worse, May. It's only getting so much worse. Oh. Uh, and it all started from Advantasy. <laughs> no, it all started as soon as we hit record. <laughs> I mean, no, it all it all started before we hit record. It started as soon as we got into this call. That's true. <laughs> Neither of us are sane. <laughs> We've never been sane. No. Why does anybody listen to us? We're just like, jeez. Why do you listen to us, guys? Like, what's up? Uh, We're becoming too self-aware, rain it in. <laughs> the moment we start asking questions like that is the moment that everyone's like, going to yeah, realize. Yeah, like, why am I listening to these two fucks? <laughs> they're just sitting there listening to this conversation and they're like, hum. Oh, wait, hang on. I got just the thing. Hum. What has, what has my life become? Here I am listening to this. Whenever, whenever I could be having actual conversations with people, I could, I could do this myself. <laughs> Hang on. Everyone stop what you're doing right now. I'm thinking no one move. 
give me just a moment. <laughs> They're like standing in a queue at the bank, being like, wait, everybody wait. I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> they get up to the teller, sit their shit down on the counter. It's like, nobody move. I want to withdraw all of my money and close my accounts. I'm moving to Tibet. Tibet. I'm moving to Tibet. <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> Quickly, I gotta pack up all of my stuff and move to land ice. <laughs> Nearly isn't. <laughs> Lips are sweat. <laughs> Maranica, it doesn't work. Mararica, wait, how, how am I here? Oh, when I was a kid, we had a frisbee and it had it was like a Canada Day frisbee, and, and my brother and I called it. Uh, 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 Canada for beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, I'm gonna throw the for beast at the dog. <laughs> my face hurts. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Susan. <Caesar> That's so funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the episode where we all go and say, <laughs> I try to make coffee cup work, but it just becomes coffee cup. <laughs> and that just makes it sound like a cup, a cop that's like too quick to grab his cups. He's a real coffee cop, you know. <laughs> hey, miss! <laughs> what are you doing with all them groceries? That's suspicious. I'm gonna cuff you. <laughs> Take you into the station. <laughs> it's like, ah, he's being all coffee again. <laughs> Come on, Jeremy, get back in the car. We gotta go. <laughs> Leave her alone. Becky, come <laughs> back. I got you coffee. Freshly juiced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, freshly juiced, did you say? I did. <laughs> That's how coffee's made, right? You just milk the beans. Wait, milking and juicing are two different things. You don't juice a cow. <laughs> Oh, the baby's hungry. Let me just juice it real quick. <laughs> or wait, let me just juice myself to feed the baby. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with some more.
after some words with our sponsors. <laughs> My phone needs me. <laughs> it's the Dungeons and Dragons group chat. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. Look at you having friends and being important. <laughs> I feel sick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My face hurts so much. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were high last week. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh god, I can only imagine how D&D and the recording session afterwards is going to go. <laughs> it's it's going to be a time, that's for sure. Oh, you know it's also going to be a time? What? Oshinoko. <laughs> that's true. Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. I'm so excited. Me too. By the time but this episode before... releases, Oshinoko will be done. Oh no. We've but only got three we more weeks. Into more anime. Let's talk about the anime we're supposed to be talking about. Yes, yeah, it's <laughs> Um. So yeah, I don't have any drop rate for it because it hasn't actually released outside of theaters yet. So I'm not going to worry about a drop rate until the end of the year wrap up. Um, I'm sorry, I'm still trying to get my shit together. Uh, um, so yeah, Anime Planet gives it a score of 4.33 out of 5, or 8.66 out of 10. My Anime List gives it an 8.42 out of 10, giving it an overall score of 8.54 out of 10. 8.54. Um, that being said, that's probably going to change. I don't think it's going to change too, too much. I tend to see that theatre releases do give a pretty good idea of what it's going to be like across the anime community as a whole. But, I mean, you never know. That being said, the animation is just as consistent as we expect it to be. The music is just as consistent as we expect it to be. The storyline is just as captivating as you think it's going to be. Um, it's very... Like, it's a very fantasy kind of plot line. It's very along the lines of everything else that Makoto Shinkai has done. It just slots right into the repertoire, the arsenal of all of those films. It's a perfect attachment to the lineup. I don't think that if you've watched any other Makoto Shinkai film, you will be surprised going into this. It's, like, along the same line across the board. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so overall storyline is um, it's about this one young girl named Suzume who is a high schooler um, who uh, meets this guy um, Sota who is a um, a closer. He's a he's a closer and not on a closing shift at a coffee shop. He he um, has abilities to lock close and lock doors to um another dimension and his job is to go and lock these doors to stop big monsters coming out and causing earthquakes around japan so the storyline is based around these two characters going on an adventure to close these doors and um protect japan along with some twists and turns regarding the um state of the keystone that is the um like guardian i guess of the doors like if there's two keystones um i'm kind of like yin and yang they're very much giving that um 
and uh, they have to be in place to keep the doors locked when they're out of place then the doors come open and they have to go and close them all so they're they're trying to deal with these keystones um and that's the main story there is a illusion of romance throughout but there is a um it's not it's like very i mean it's a very quick timeline but it's also a very youthful experience in a lot of ways and so it's not it's like this is the beginning of something in the romantic realm as opposed to this being a full romantic story if that makes sense yeah absolutely um and yeah there's a lot of family and um just like i don't know like a lot of a lot of really cute little themes that go on throughout um there are a couple of triggers for things like um like your classic anime shit family death um some blood uh it's very much a pg-13 that fits it fine there's smoking um alcohol that kind of thing but like it's not all hospitals as well for a brief period like it's not like a huge thing i wouldn't say there's any major 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 triggers in no my head. no I, I definitely wouldn't either nothing no. that just really stands out to me yeah um yeah okay so chicken hats wait i have a button for this i was gonna say you're slow on that <laughs> you're slow on that button today look okay i had it on a complete other page just so i could do this mm. so i I was on a completely different page but you know the what voice of the viewer it's fine the listener the voice of the listener yeah you know whenever they got to go off on an existential crisis huh. could be worse I can't go to oh that's horrible or let's see here. I've got this. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> Mother... <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. I've got this. Beeps. Oh, oh, really? What did you say about me, Brad? <laughs> What'd you call me? A... <gasps> well, you're a... How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Hey, that was really mean of you to say that. I can't believe that you're such a... <sighs> uh, it's really right. funny because Brad has soul control over the button. It, I really do. <laughs> Wait, does does Riverside not have a bleep button in its section? Yeah, but you only have control over that as well. Really? A, yeah, I don't have a soundboard on Riverside. You you don't see the media button at the uh, bottom right? No, that's all you. <gasps> I have all the power. You really do. It's all right. We just need to get you one of these recording setups. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, um, chicken hats. They're on. Chicken hats are on. There we go. That's where I was at. Um. Ow, I didn't hurt myself. That's the second time where I've done Second nothing. episode in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hurt myself at all. I knocked my headphones. I forgot I had cat ears. How dare you forget the cat ears? Well, I don't see them. Still, how dare you? I forget I have my own ears sometimes. How? Well, you know, sometimes you're just braiding your hair and then you just shove a thumb in your ear and you're like, ow. I cannot <laughs> say I relate. 
considering i have no hair Uh, i mean that's true what do you mean you don't braid your hair i mean i'll let you braid my beard if you would like but i have no hair to braid that's fun (laughs) but yeah sometimes i'm like braiding my hair or i'm putting it up somehow and then i like hook your thumb in your ask anybody with long hair they'll tell you they do it um I was about to go off on a tangent if I don't know anybody with long hair, but then I was like, no, no, I do. Yeah. Even people with short hair, but like that apply hair products probably do it. What's a hair product? Um, It's this thing that go- grows out of the ground. And if you put it on your head, um, you sprout clovers. That sounds magical. It really is. Um, it's how leprechauns get their power. Oh, so yeah. what what strain of cordyceps is this? The left one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> I <laughs> I went over this in my solo episode of this, <clears throat> I think. But hands down, I think this is my favorite Mercado Shenkai film to date. Really? I yep. can see that. It <clears throat> feels oddly reminiscent of a ghibli film in a lot of ways so it felt very nostalgic yeah the soundtrack is definitely the most incredible today soundtrack's great yeah yeah like that soundtrack just oh it hits on all levels the Mm -hmm. bit whenever she's on the um, monstrosity in the sky over tokyo Mm -hmm. like that bit that played i get chills whenever that song comes on my playlist Mm-hmm. like oh it's so good and like even the subtler things like the songs chosen for the um karaoke scenes and the songs chosen for the road trip and stuff they were so perfect for the scenes mm-hmm. that they were in and makoto shinkai was talking about it in an interview after the fact to where he thought that the dude from Radwimps was actually gonna like leave the project because of like how meticulous he was being because he would make them start like half a beat slower in areas and like change up the tempo on certain things like he was just that demanding of it Mm. and but he was like and in the end like it all worked out and he's like this is definitely like the best thing that i've created so far and i'm like i agree Mm -hmm. because there's like soundtrack wise especially there's absolutely nothing that I would change. Like I listened to the entire soundtrack top to bottom. Everything just hits mm-hmm. whenever it needs to hit. And it's just, Oh my God. So good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just have the, it's the tiniest complaint about the animation. And it's so, I think this is one of those things where it's like, if you're an artist, specifically an artist that draws people or draws like animals or like living things, you pick up on these things more, I think. But um, Suzume's hair changes lengths throughout the film. And it's so, it's minor. It's like below her shoulder blades to like the middle of her back, back up to the below her shoulder blades. But it's especially noticeable when she's around Sota because he also has long hair that's down. And whenever he has long hair that's down, her hair is longer. But when she's by herself and she has... um. Uh, her hair down her hair is like just a tad longer than his so i think what they were doing was trying to make a bigger visual difference between the two of them especially when they have 
the two of them facing away from the camera um and they're standing next to each other in there and they're like almost completely silhouettes they're just like basic details i think they're trying to give them more of a visual difference even though it's quite a big visual difference anyway like the hair length i think is like a thing is to give them like difference but it's it's just it was noticeable to me it's the tiniest thing which is why i can't even like knock a full point off for it like there's it's not like a it's not a thing but like it just for me i noticed that see i did not notice that so i cannot knock off any points it's just like a it's just like maybe two inches of hair like it's so minor but i think because of the the eyes that i view anime through i noticed it you know yeah, and maybe it was the circumstances in which, like, I viewed this. Mm. Like, I went into none of these with the expectations of treating it like I was going to review it for the podcast. Huh. It was just, that's, like, how I went in. Yeah. And now, granted, like, it could very well just be, like, recency bias and everything else with, like, how I'm viewing it and viewing it in such a high light. But I, I literally had zero complaints of the film like whatsoever yeah i other than the worms that animation was a little spotty yeah now granted i get it like doing something like that like using 3d models and stuff like that like that's to be expected and i get it it's just i found it a little bit jarring for me Mm. but it's fine yeah the like I I I wonder if we're going through a phase, a style phase of um, animation to where creatures like big monsters or whatever that are that are attacking places are kind of looking the same to me right now, like across anime. There's a very specific stylization that is happening around like monsters demons whatever you want to call them for whatever thing i mean i think it just depends on how much movement the thing is going to have as well yeah because if it's going to have a lot of movement especially like wiggly movement i think it makes sense to use the 3d model yeah to do something like that because doing that in a flat 2d style considering the frame rate necessary to do stuff like that and the animation you would have to go through to do all of that it makes so much more sense to use a 3D model. It's just, again, it just feels a little out of place given the context of everything else because Makoto Shinkai stuff is hyper-realistic as it is. Mm-hmm. Like his animation, especially of cityscapes, is to a level of, if you didn't know you were watching anime, y- you could assume that that's real. Yeah. Like, it's, like, if you put the right context around it, like, especially the stuff in your name during, like, the time-lapse transitions of the cities, Mm. like, that shit can pass for real. Yeah. So, it's just, it's one of those things where still it just felt a little out of place for me. It's fine. Like, I didn't knock it. I was just like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm just curious as to whether or not in the next couple of years we're going to start to see... A different appearance to um demons and creatures of the dark <laughs> um 
because I'm I'm wondering if this is becoming visually boring, not because of the quality of animation, but because of the um, amount that we're seeing that kind of style. I feel like anime, much like everything, goes through cycles of design. And uh, I think we're kind of coming to the end of this cycle of design around monsters and demons that look this kind of way. Yeah, and like, anime is always going to have like its ebb and flows and things mm. like that. And styles are going to change. I mean, looking at the styles from things from the 90s to the 2000s and the 2000s to the 10s and then now into the 20s, mm. like they all kind of have their very specific styles whenever it comes to things and it's not true for everything mm-hmm. like some people do monsters incredibly well and then some stuff do what mappa did with the titans in you know season four mm. it's just again like there's there's definitely a lot of similarities to be had so we will definitely go through another transition period at some point or another yeah um susan may chase is a chair <laughs> Yes, I'm sorry, I was just reading the comment section of this and I, there's two um, comments that are saying that they don't recommend it. How dare they? They're saying that they found it really boring. I definitely didn't find it boring. I mean, I think it depends on like what you go into those films expecting. Like if you go into a Makoto Shinkai film expecting action, you went into a, you went into the wrong film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the thing is is that Shinkai has a very specific style of storyline as well as animation and music. Um, and if you repeatedly watch Makoto Shinkai films, going into Suzume may feel repetitive. Because he's got a such a specific style, right? And mm-hmm. the storyline, although kind of reworked, follows the same basic plot line. You know, it's usually centered around a female character. Sometimes the male, but like one youth is finds a youth of the opposite gender. They go on some kind of magical adventure together, and there is a big climax where one of them gets into really bad trouble the other person has to save them there's a big emotional heartfelt reunion thing and then you get a somewhat happy ending like but not an not like a disney happy ending just like a and the story continues but we don't see that kind of ending so the formula is the same for all of makoto shinkai's films If you go into this film expecting something different than Makoto Shinkai's formula, you will be disappointed. Yeah, it is kind of one of those things where you just got to know what you're getting into. Yeah. But whenever it comes to, I don't know, like, again, it's just kind of either you have the right mindset going into it Mm. or you're just not going to have a good time. Yeah. And now, granted, there are some off-the-wall things whenever it comes to Makoto Shinkai films, especially this one, of all mm-hmm. things. Because, again, it had, like, a very Ghibli-esque presence to it with some mm-hmm. of its plot points and hooks. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I like it. I have zero complaints about what I saw. Yeah. It was just different 
than what I had in mind. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff in this film that is left unexplained for whatever reason. Like, you don't get a full understanding of Susan May's life beforehand, of what happened to Susan May, of this like the cycle of the story of how she ends up at the end there's there's oh a shit ton of questions that you're left with after watching this film and i also feel like that's part of shinkai's formula though like i don't know a shinkai film where he has explained everything dotted every i and crossed every t like that is also part of his style is that he gives you chapters six through twelve of a story but he is never going to give you chapters 1 through 5 and 12 through 20. Like, he he doesn't do that. He gives you the middle of, of the characters' lives. And that's it. Well, you know? so what what he does is he just, he wants to tell a story. Yeah. And, like, he has a point behind his particular stories that he wants to get across. Like with Weathering With You, it was about climate change. And this one was about the big earthquakes that happened in Japan in the last decade. Mm-hmm. And his guilt that he felt over it. Yeah. And so that's why the film was based around like earthquakes and stuff like that. Like it, it was his way of trying to help Japan heal. Yeah. With, you know, the story that he told. And again, it is very... It is very much a Makoto Shinkai story, mm-hmm. but again, like it was his way of like trying to atone. And this, these were all things that he said in an interview. This yeah. isn't just me like trying to wistfully pull this out of my ass in any mm. way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so this was like his way in his eyes of trying to atone for surviving those earthquakes and like being able to carry on doing something that he loves. Yeah. But it's, you know, like I said, it's the story that he wanted to tell and to place or, you know, like vocalize this very specific thing that happened in Japanese history and like to bring everybody together through animation. Yeah. And I feel like that makes a lot of sense for the story. Like hearing that actually does clear up a few things for me because that makes this film to me the basis of a legend as opposed to like a film piece in its own right like that feels like this that makes this film feel like you know what i grew up with which were the the old english fairy tales um that taught lessons to kids and and for instance like like i grew up learning about different kinds of fairies like that you don't talk about brownies in the house because it'll make them leave like you don't um uh like leprechauns like the story of the the boy who tied a ribbon around a leprechaun tree after he caught a leprechaun and tried him to took him to get the pot of gold and then he tied a red ribbon around the tree and then went to go and get a shovel and by the time he came back the leprechaun had tied a red ribbon around all of the trees in the forest so he didn't know which one was which right like i grew up with those fairy tales and they don't answer all of your questions and they don't explain anything they give you just the tiny piece of a world but it's enough to get the point across and that's kind of what i feel like this film is is it feels like like a parent would watch this film enjoy this film and then when their kids like why are there so many earthquakes then they can be like oh it's because of you know suzume and sota are gonna come in and they had to close the door because of the magical worm that we can't see 
and like it feels like a a reason that a parent can give a quick excuse to a kid about what's happening that's what yeah. this film feels like oh yeah i 100 percent see what you're getting at with that yeah um and i feel like that was chinkai's best way to distribute that easy access thing that a parent can pull out of their back pocket to tell their kid when their kid's scared you know like that's that's what this film feels like and that's why i i don't i'm not mad that there are questions however i will go into what questions i do have okay let's hear them um suzume's mom what Uh happened with her mom she got killed in an earthquake okay right sure how did suzume all of a sudden get lost she tried to wonder to find her mom and wandered into the other dimension because she just so happened to walk through the wrong door at the wrong time but why was she able to walk through a door then but not able to walk through a door any other time because that was the one door that she initially walked through which is what the old man said so the first door that you walk through you can walk through (laughs) and then you can't walk through any other door and that's just how it is for all humans yes okay Like you have to find your door and that was her door so does every human have a door or do you share doors? Um, it seems like every human like has their own particular door, but that doesn't mean that they don't overlap because there are, <clears throat> like it's obviously stated like there are gates to get to that world. And that's what Sota does. Like he travels to all the different gates whenever something is going to happen to therefore close that gate to right. prevent a calamity happening. So therefore, is, like it's just one of those gates. What is the worm? <laughs> Um, it is the dark entity that is being withheld that is there to cause a giant calamity. Right. Why? I don't know, man. Do all villains need a complicated backstory? Well, they need some reason for existing. It's a worm. Why do actual worms exist other than to be bird food? Because of evolution. But also, like, I would have taken that of, like, it's a creature. Like, it's an evolutionary creature. But there wasn't even that level of base explanation. So I'm like, like, it could be like, I would even take the the bullshit already used a hundred thousand times exclusive. It's everybody's bad emotions. Like Maybe it was. I don't remember that part. Yeah, I... I feel like it was explained. But you gotta think, it's been been a couple months since I've watched this at this point. As far as I'm aware from watching it it wasn't explained but maybe it was and it and i missed it that's fair but like okay like i said i've i've watched it three times at this point in theaters i i paid three separate times like 20 bucks a piece to go watch it <laughs> but um, it, it was worth it i enjoyed yeah. it which is why i'm able to sit here and talk about it two months later and still answer these questions that you have except for that one <laughs> how did suzume time loop at the end of the film to see her younger self. I mean, it's an infinite void. So therefore, okay, like, yeah, right, okay, yeah, because all time exists at the same time in that. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair. Yep, that was Which, sad. and she she thought that it was her mother, but no, it was her. Um, because again, it's the afterlife. So depending upon you know which religion you choose to believe in, the afterlife doesn't actually have a time stamp. Yeah, per se. No, that's fair. That that was <clears throat> said. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um. And so she's able to see everything else because she had already gone into the end dimension. Yes. Okay. I, it's still got 
lots of plot holes. I mean, and again, it's going to because it wasn't meant to be a well-rounded story. Yeah. It was just a story that Makoto Shinkai wanted to tell, and he told it, and I think he told it beautifully. Yeah. It's it's a stunning... I think, I think the thing to go into this film, bearing in mind, is it's not a... It's not a novel. <laughs> it's the best way for me to describe it. Like, a novel is a world written on words. The entire point of it is the story. Like, that is everything about it. Like, it is just the words on the page that depict what they're try- the author is trying to say. This film is more than just your imagination. It's more than just the words on the page. It's more than just that one sense. It's visual, it's the the story, and it's auditory. And I feel like, to, to Makoto Shinkai, the visual and auditory stimulation ranks higher for him than the actual story itself. And I think, so long as he gets his point across visually and audibly, the rest of it will follow if that makes sense like i don't think he's like sacrificing the story at all but i think that it's just not his priority i mean again i think it's one of those things of it's the story that he wanted to tell yeah and he told it so therefore i think he's content with the you know what was created from it Hmm. It's just, again, that's what he wanted to tell, so he told what he wanted to tell, rather yeah. than, you know, relying on anything else. Yeah. And it's a very simple story. It's a story that could have been told in 15 minutes. But, like, he fleshes it out with stunning scenes of scenery and small side characters that don't do anything for the plot line and chaos to build this world that you can then live in after the movie's over in your imagination yeah um i like i don't know it's it's a very specific style of film and the more i watch makoto shinkai the more i realize that his films are just completely like the best word i have in mind is just consistent you know Mm -hmm. like across the board the the storylines are the same not like i want to say that they're the same because they are different but like they they follow the same formula well, it's it's something that I always tell people, especially now that we have like big group meetups to go watch anime films. Mm. The one thing I can say about Makoto Shinkai is I never know what I'm getting into whenever I step into that theater. Mm-hmm. I just know that I'm going to be thoroughly entertained by yeah. what I go watch. Like It doesn't matter what the story is going to be, because I realize at this point that, you know, Makoto Shinkai is always going to tell whatever story he wants to tell to the best of his ability. Yeah. And I think that's really what it ultimately comes down to is an artist who loves their craft so much to where like, he's just literally putting everything out there on the line, telling the story that they want to tell. And if it's good, great. If it's not well received, he'll try again later. Yeah. I feel like Makoto Shinkai is just a very palatable director i feel like what he creates is interesting enough to be quirky and like 
tingle your brain a little bit and it's so beautiful and the sound is so good and it's a world that's so captivating with characters that are so lovable that you enjoy yourself you have a great time you're completely immersed and the immersion is amazing and consistent and will keep you hooked but I don't think I think Makoto Shinkai also has a reputation that's maybe doing him damage because I think the reputation that he's like this fantastic like amazing art director gives you the impression that it's going to be a thinking film it gives you the impression that you're going to go into it with um like you know when you like somebody's like oh my god like it's a it's an art film and you go in and it doesn't make any sense for three hours and then you're left and your brain hurts and you're like why did I watch that because it wasn't actually entertaining at all but it supposedly had this really deep message running throughout it Mm -hmm. I feel like he has a reputation so people expect that from him and then you watch it and you're like oh it was entertaining and you're like oh it can't be a big art piece then does that make sense I mean I I get what you're saying and I feel like for me like I I have a different viewpoint on it solely because I've seen it multiple times Mm. as soon as I watched it the first time with the entire big group that we went to go see it with I just kind of sat there like as the credits were rolling and I didn't know how to feel Mm. because I knew that I felt something it's just I wasn't quite sure what it was because Mm. I was left with a lot of questions and I was left with a hunger to go watch it again because I wanted answers to those questions because the questions that you asked I had those very similar questions yeah so I went back and I watched it again Mm -hmm. and watching it through that second time I was like okay like I see a lot of the stuff that I missed I see kind of where I might have got the wrong ideas here or there and after that was done I was like okay like I feel like I get it I'm gonna go watch it a third time just for giggles Mm. but I that's whenever I kind of came to the understanding and also with reading his interviews on the matter as well that's whenever i just got to the point i was like okay like this is an art piece in a way Mm. so i i get what you're saying and especially for most people that don't like try to analyze things or even if they do analyze things but they're like coming at it from a different perspective like it's going to be one of those things it's going to be hard to like fully wrap your brain around Mm. but like it took me multiple times of you know, watching it to like wrap my head around everything. And it was after it was all said and done that I was like, this is the most thought provoking film out of everything in Makoto Shinkai's repertoire to where I was like, okay, I think this is probably my favorite out of the bunch. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed watching this film and I would I would like to watch it again to clear up some of those questions that I did had and just to see if there's any gaps that I missed. And I will probably watch it dubbed because I did watch it subbed this time. And I do also understand that sometimes with subs, not the point doesn't entirely get across. Like I feel like there are amazing people out there that that sub things fantastically well, but there are sometimes just not direct translations for things that people are trying to say. Mm-hmm. And um and so maybe a dub will give me more like understanding of some smaller things that I've missed. Um, and also maybe I'll be able to like, like pick more things up. I don't know. I'll see. 
Um, I very much enjoyed my time while watching it. It's a it's a solid film. I do recommend that you go and you watch it. I just feel like I've seen it before from Makoto Shinkai, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because then you know what you're getting when you go in to watch Makoto Shinkai stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not incredibly innovative. It's not, to me, like magically new and exciting. Um, it's comfortable because it's... And that's where I kind of understand what you're saying about it being like Ghibli-esque, is... Ghibli films, you they also follow a very specific formula, you know? And so... And they, they work because of that, because you go into them knowing what you're going to get. And I feel like for this film... I mean, although the, the storyline is totally different, the formula is the same, and so you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it ranks with other Shinkai films for me yet. Um, Yeah. And again, it was one of those things where, like I said, it took me multiple watch throughs to like fully piece together, like just how I felt about it. Yeah. But after I actually sat down and pieced all that together, I was like, okay, like I get like where this sits for me now. Mm. And I, I will 100% stand on that hill about that because I'm like, okay, like I, I know how I feel. This is what I feel. And I could not be like happier about it Mm -hmm. but that's just me because as we have said before and we will continue to say again we are simply two individuals that do not have any actual training to sit down and have these conversations we have just collectively watched well over a year's worth of anime time frame wise (laughs) i get depressed every time i hear that i don't Because it's fine. It's not time wasted. No, absolutely not. I hear that sarcasm. (laughs) I'm going to go become self-aware again. Give me a moment. What is time? Time is a construct. And yet it carries such a weight on all of us. What is time? Time is a passageway, a passageway both into the past and into the future. It is a vehicle in which to observe the world around you and measure in calculation. Um, my brain is, my brain hurts. <laughs> I'm done with this bit now. <laughs> you, you went too far into the void. <laughs> it just it just happened. I was like, okay, I'm going to commit to the bit and I'm going to try to make myself sound as smart as I possibly can. And it's at that point that I realized that I'm not actually smart. Oh. <laughs> so, I literally just have to try to improv my way out of it. <laughs> well, neither of us is smart. We're both artists. You- we can't be smart and arty. But we can be farty. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can't be smart without art. Nope. S-M-R-T, I mean S-M-A-R-T. Songs! <laughs> uh-huh. And with that, we bid you adieu. 
Adieu. Adieu. Uh, what do you What do you give it? I give it a question mark to revisit after the surgery. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna give it an eight right now, but I definitely want to revisit. Um, and we'll see. Yeah. It again. It's one of those things to where, like, I don't. You're a ten. You know, I don't think I can like willfully give it a 10 because it's it's not perfect but then again none of Makoto Shinkai's films I guess really are perfect in a way and I I realize that contradicts everything I've said on this podcast up to this point but it's I realize I come at it from the perspective of I don't know what I would change about any of them therefore I can't fault them and I have an amazing time whenever I watch them. So therefore, like, they are perfect in a way. But mm. at the same time, like, I thoroughly enjoy them. And I I definitely think that this is his best work to date. Right. So I can gracefully give it a 9.5. But okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Thoughts are hard. They are hard. <laughs> That's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. I'm just updating the spreadsheet. Okay. Spreadsheet. I just put it in the to plan section because we don't know where it's going to slot yet. Nope. Between this one and the others, we will piece it together and I will... I guess it's going to be up to me to update the spreadsheet, considering I'm the one that will be releasing these in whatever order I have to actually release them in. And you know how to spreadsheet? I know how to put things in the spreadsheet, but I don't know how to actually spreadsheet. Well, I'm not the spreadsheet goddess like the other person <laughs> in this call with me. Uh, it's so funny to me that you don't know how to use a spreadsheet. I just find that so amusing. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just saw Coma watches being lesbian golf mafia anime. <laughs> Dude, from what I hear, Birdie Wing is great. We will find out. I mean, we, we do have to cover it because season two is starting in a couple weeks with the summer season. So we do need to watch it. It's just too core. Fair enough. So I guess that can be a post surgery watch. Yeah. Although at the same time, we have so much shit to cover from the spring. We do. I literally the week before your surgery, we got Oshinoko and then we're not going to be able to talk about anything on the podcast for like three, four weeks. Yeah. And I will have caught up on literally everything from the spring season at that point. <laughs> but it's fine. Everything's fine. I'll Everything piece together is... the schedule at some point or another. It's okay. We'll get there. Uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. All right. So with that, we will bid you all adieu. We cannot go into the typical shenanigans of what will come next week because I don't know in which order these will release. <laughs> yeah, we don't know nothing. Nope, we know not a single thing. 
So with that, thank you all so much for listening. We have socials, BNB Anime, literally everywhere. I am Brad Carter Gaming or Brad Garen, depending on where you end up looking. And Blue is Blue's Lavenders on Twitter and Instagram. And with that, thank you all so much for listening. We'll catch y'all next time. Love you. Bye.